You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Episode 228 of the Broadcast Geeks. I'm one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. And I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. Midnight. Midnight, Mitch Jones. I really like that that musical intro we had going, and I, I think we should make that a thing. <laughs> Titans. Yeah, dude. I, I Did you uh, listen to the episode with uh, Piper? No. Oh, well, I've been getting kind of a little fancy with the edit, and there's a point where Piper's like, what are y'all watching? And we both go Titans at the same time, Matt, <laughs> yeah. you and me. And I dropped in a little... Uh, like in the background, it starts playing the bah, 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 bah. That's awesome. So I've done, yeah. So I'm trying to spruce it up a little bit. Good, good for you. Good for I'm, us. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around with the editing software. Yes. Are you guys all caught up on Titans? Uh, I believe. Did wait, what's the? Did not watch this week. If there was one, there yeah, there's the... one today, and I haven't watched. I, I no, I did watch today's. I'm lying. I haven't watched today's Doom Patrol. Oh, uh, I'm... dude, I'm. Yeah, I'm still a season behind. On Doom Patrol? Yeah. It's so good. It's just so weirdly good. I, I don't know. I like it a lot. It's fucking great. The new Titans is great, too. Troubled Water. That's today's. That, that's the one, yeah. Because the last one was Souls, and that's the one where uh, Hank, Donna Tim, yeah, Donna, Hank, and Tim Drake get back from the netherworld. Yeah, that's the one that I saw. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys are one behind now. But, yeah, no spoilers. But it it's fucking nuts. Yeah? Yeah, this episode cranked it up. There's, I mean, there's only three more left now, I think. Oh. Really? I thought there was 16 in a season. Is there? I don't know. I'm just going off of a random assumption, I guess. Well, I kind of am, too. That's why I was totally willing to believe you. What are your uh, thoughts on the show? Me or Jake? Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I really like it, man. I like Black Fire. You, are you watching this season? You said yes, right? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm up just one. I didn't watch this week. Okay, cool. Well, then I won't talk about this episode, which is easy. But like, I like Blackfire. I really, I love the kid playing fucking Connor. I like what they're doing with Connor. I like what they're finally doing with Beast Boy. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. agree. Being Beast Boy. Is it something? Does something happen in the newest episode? No, it was was one of the previous episodes where they show him like freak out and turn like Beast Boy. He's got a gorilla hand. Yeah, he gets a gorilla hand. He gets kind of a wolfy face and a gorilla nose going for different seconds. He turns yes. green. Yes. Um, I really like Crane. I think they're doing Scarecrow pretty well. They're, they're making him pretty powerful, aren't they? I mean, I guess he is. He's a top yeah, level. Yeah, top, top level villain. And the Red Hood shit is just incredible. I think they're doing the Red Hood really, really well. And cramming years of character development into like one season of TV and doing it in a way that's gratifying because that character sucked for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're already going through the whole change from that being like a 90s fucking beat 'em up fucking punisher ass bad boy anti-hero to like the realization of he wants to be a better dude and that's pretty cool to see happen kind of quick yep barbara rocks yeah she's got that two screaming sticks in her wheelchair yeah man who oh barbara yes yeah yeah she's pretty badass you guys uh no no what i was gonna say what, what do you what what do you think she'd need a swing for <laughs> Yeah. Wheelchair stuff. Hey, man, she probably just needs it to... Uh, she doesn't need you know. one. She's Barbara Gordon. Yeah. She wants a swing. That's what I'm... <coughs> What's that pervert who ran uh, Hustler? Larry Flint. Larry Flint. Yeah, Larry Flint didn't use a swing. No, he probably... A sex swing? Yeah. Well, what did he use? Well, I'm sure he used one, but it wasn't the, his answer to being in a chair. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his sex habits were. He could be uh, into all kinds of kinky shit. Lady on top seems like the, the nicest one once you're in a chair. I, I know he was into kinky shit. He's admitted it. Maybe he's up, like into upside down. I don't. I don't know. The blood rush. Yeah, dude. Pile driver's position. The the grossest thing I've ever heard is that Hef made them all use real butter as lube. Go. Talk about a yeast infection. Ah, cha 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 cha. 
Yeah, man. That'll really fuck up your body's pH. Eesh. Well, I'm bummed out, dude. You probably don't want to get fucking butter on your dick, neither. I mean, I bet he had a real pimply pubis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if it was your chef, you had to swing by the kitchen and grab a stick of butter. Fucking gross, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. Might as well, just go to Larry Flint. He's fucking putting it in up to the elbow. Real quick, I want to throw something in there. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of. Squid Game. Honk, honk. Squid Game? Yeah. Anybody? Mitch? I've, I've heard of it. I have not seen it. It's very bizarre. There's a uh, there's a dub, an English dub, and I, I watch it. It's Korean, and it's kind of like these people who, and you can see it in the trailer, but these people who are uh, not only poor, but broke as fuck because of gambling debts or addictions or embezzlement, just different things that the the dregs of society really and they get offered a lot of money to play some games and the first game is red light green light there's about 500 something people and they have to play and there's this giant robotic thing it's facing them it tells them the game it turns around red light you start to move forward and turns its head back and any movement that it picks up it scans it finds it and then that person's eliminated. And when they like get eliminated, they, they, get, they get blown the fuck down. Yeah. Damn. So because this is a, this isn't a real game show though, right? This is like a, a dramatization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. games meets Parasite. Black Mirror, right? <laughs> okay. Um, it's they're not just really killing people and they're just like, well, no, they're killing none. no, they're shooting, they're they're killing people. People sign waivers and well, they don't realize what they're getting into. Like they don't understand that that's about to happen. And then it happens. And the and the survivors are like, what the fuck? Like, we don't want to do this. And uh, I don't know, it's it, the second episode deals with that question. So I don't want to say too much because I, I do think it's worth it. You watch your first episode. It's oh, wait, people are getting murdered live on Netflix now? No, it's a narrative. It's, a, it's yeah, it's a story. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's why I was like, <laughs> this is this a real game show? Jesus Christ. Oh, I jumped in earlier because I watched your face twist to watch Matt was like, yeah. And then they <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you, you did a real Kevin Smith like uh, I did a what? Donkey Donkey what now? <laughs> so yeah, these people um, okay. get shot down and then they're given the option. You know, these people are like, well, we don't want to do this, but some people do want to do it because they have no other option out there. They could win a lot of money if they if they compete in this thing and beat it uh, all if they win all six games. Damn. It sounds like a really fucked up Legends of the Hidden Temple. I recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's pretty cool. I saw an article that said that it is now the most popular Netflix show ever. Yeah, I saw that article too. Ever. Ever. Forever. Which is crazy that more people have watched it than Stranger Things, but only one third of us. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. I'm so behind. Life has been uh, hectic lately, and I haven't even fucking seen Shang-Chi yet. Me neither. Well, you're both fucking up because Venom Venom comes out Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're showing it at the Trinidad Movie Theater, Matt. Yeah, I won't be there. What day are you coming down? I have no idea when I'm coming down. Okay. Yeah. The way we see it, we can do whatever we want. Timing is suspect. We were going to come down. I don't know if there was any time in October, but we're going up to Salad. Yeah. I forgot we're recording. When you come down, let's sneak over to the movie theater. Yeah, I can't wait. I haven't seen that that theater yet. Me neither. New theater. But Mitch, if you want to see it in town one night, I could probably work that out. Okay, I'm I'm kind of tied up this weekend, but we'll see what happens next week because it's it's about to leave theaters, and then in November it's going to be on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, but uh, but it's premiere access. It's not for freezies. No, it'll be for freezies. Whoa! Well, I cannot let this be the one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that I haven't Don't seen see in the theaters. theaters. Yeah, that's fair. They've put Black Widow up for freezies. They just do the premiere access when they're trying to like count it towards box office. Right. Speaking of Black Widow, maybe, yes, did you see? I was, I did. But go ahead, take the lead on this now. Well, I was saying that Scarlett Johansson uh, and Disney settled. On fifty million. Fifty million. Fifty million. Yeah, so they gave her money, which is good. It's a drop in the hat for their company. Drop to in the save, hat. not only save their PR, but also they got her because she's going to be in some movie based off of the Tower 
of terror ride from Disney World. Yeah, they're they're gonna bring her back for something, right? That ride, or- right? I, I don't. I think she's done in a Marvel capacity, but I think she's still gonna work with the studio. Yeah. So we'll see. That's I don't know. So does that mean they're gonna have to pay out Emma Stone too? Because she was thinking about suing Disney for putting Cruella in uh, Premier Access too. Yeah. What kind of money do you think they they expect on that one? I don't know. And I don't mean that in a sarcastic manner, actually. I, I, You know, when you look at the Marvel universe and then compare it to what Disney had going on before. So the Disney universe. Yeah. How does that how does that movie measure? You know, like what? I'm sure that factors into why she hasn't sued. Because her amount's probably low enough that they could just wait her out in court. It cost her more than she'd make. They'd have to wait Scarlett Johansson out in court for like 10, 12 years for her to spend $50 million on counsel. Yeah, that would be <laughs> long litigation, wouldn't it? Yeah, to, to to make it worth not settling with Scarlett Johansson would have taken forever. To make it worth not settling. And it's her first movie as that character. Her back points probably weren't that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But the margin with which she got fucked on the contract is probably very, very small. Hmm. Okay. But... I still, like, it's not that I don't think Scarlett Johansson's wrong. I think it's weird to go after a team and a company that, like, let you get away with fucking murder earlier in your career. She killed the guy? No, no, you keep bringing up about having the baby. Yeah, because it delayed production by nine. All right. Uh, it had to change Robert Downey Jr.'s schedule, so he missed out on paydays. It changed Chris fucking Hemsworth's schedule, so he missed out on paydays. They had to double their fucking commitment to a movie over a year instead of six months. They had to rehire all the unions to come back, and it's unions. So they all got paid twice. She cost them more than 50 fucking million dollars in that one fuck up when she got pregnant on purpose after signing a contract promising she wouldn't during production. And then do any of those people that you mentioned, do you think they, they care? I bet they would if we got them behind closed doors and they knew it wasn't going to go out to the press. Uh, I bet none of them were happy about having to film that movie twice in one fucking year. And I so, mean, how do you know it wasn't like a broken condom or whatever? Because she celebrated in a way that made it obvious that they'd been trying really hard. Uh, they had Don Pardo be like, and your host. Well, it wasn't baby. It was whoever she was with when they did the second Avengers movie, Ultron. Oh, it was Ultron's baby? Yeah, dude. It was <laughs> it was it was Peter Pater. But yeah, that's what I mean. It's not that she had a baby, dude. It's that she did it'd be the same way as if our new fucking quarterback that's doing great for the Broncos broke his fucking I mean, arm skiing in Vail. He signed a contract that said he wouldn't and they should take back all their money. I understand that point. Yeah. But then she got totally forgiven. No one said shit to the press about her in any negative light. Well, because it's a losing totally battle. Pig, pig fucked their fucking contract yeah. on purpose. And then she turned around and was like, you guys lost me back points on a franchise that has paid for my family's wealth forever. <laughs> so now I don't I'm going to court publicly after you totally let me slide. And that's just shitty people. Maybe it was a bad contract. I don't think so. Well, it wasn't worth the paper it was printed on, so to speak, you know? You don't know. I mean, I think overall everything worked out in the back end because everyone retroactively started liking Age of Ultron. The, they didn't lose any yeah, steam. It's still not good. <laughs> what? That movie's fine. It's not great. That's that's not fair. It is good. It's just not great. It's got a Hulkbuster scene in it. That's what I mean. It's got it's got fanfare, and the story's not even that awful. It's just like the 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 ingredients add up to to more than what the movie the movie should have been way better with all the shit that it had. <laughs> right. What about the fucking? Uh, it's just like That's how do you intend to beat me? And then Iron Man's just like, well, just like the old man said, together. And then they. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's fine, but like Spader should have been way better as Ultron, and that just didn't come together the way I even expected it to. Yeah. I didn't have like a huge expectation that was defined. It's just Spader was a badass, and he's been such a badass on the blacklist, and he plays Ultron like a dork. Yeah, I want to... I think the perfect personification of Ultron is, I'm like 99% sure I said this back when Age of Ultron came out. Were we recording this podcast when this happened? We had to have been. I think so. 2015? Anyway, 
um, the in Earth's Mightiest Heroes when he yeah. has the fix the fixed jaw that's just open all the time yeah. and it lights up and dude, there's that part where there's you know they fir- they defeat Ultron the first time and it's like shut down cold and then they're like putting all the extra robots into some like ionic shredder so that it like can shred all the bodies and pym and stark throw like a body in there and then they leave to go do like avengers uh luncheon or whatever and it pans over to a one ultron head sitting on the, the table and it powers back up and it's like shut down cold denied or whatever and that's the end of the episode and it was like fucking bone chilling dude yeah i like that show a lot me too man are you guys caught up on what if no no but that's you know speaking of ultron it's uh it's ultron but it's vision i mean the way that ultron wanted to be if the avengers hadn't stolen the casket with the vision body in it oh really right but it's not spader but it's a guy doing spader and he's better yeah yeah (laughs) is it it ross marquand you know, I'm not sure, Mitch. That's probably right. He's the guy that does the red skull. Yeah. He's so good at doing uh, Hugo weaving. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that Tesseract hasn't been on Earth for thousands of years. And it's like, then why are you trying so hard to protect it? <laughs> he was also, I think, on The Walking Dead. Yes, he is. He played, I think his name was Matthew, and he was kind of a, not a thief, but he. Kind of a darsh. I thought his name was Aaron. Aaron, that's, according better. that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I haven't watched that show in a while. Yeah. It's supposed to be ending. I hope so. Like, I, I, I've said it since we started that, you know, sometimes things need to end to really have a good sense of how good they are. Yeah. And Walking Dead didn't do it five years ago. Uh, a few years ago, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if if Jim was at the press I conference, he'd be like, why now? Why not five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> it would be it'd be like we all know when you ran out of steam it was it was very visible <laughs> yes it is ross marquand as ultron yeah, yeah. as, as it's, it, it makes sense but what a what a better voice like it occurred to me watching it the first time it wasn't even like a rewatch thing where i was like wow this guy's actually spanking spader doing spader but so he's, he's putting the performance in that spader should have where he's He's taking it a little bit darker and a little bit more serious, mm. and, it, and it works. I like that. Yeah, dude, give me the dark and serious like Tom Kane from Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, it's weird to see Viz with the fucking Spader voice coming out of it. Instead of, oh, hello there, sir. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird to see Ultron coming out of Vision. It's it's a little because it's just weird. And then the episode, a bunch of shit. I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Is this the most recent? What if that came out yesterday? And it, and it's a Vision Ultron. It's yeah. Did you watch the Party Thor episode? Which one? Party Thor. Party Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that one was good. What if Thor never had a sibling? Oh, shit. So it's what if him and Loki grew up separate and he just grows up a spoiled brat because he didn't have a shitty brother to get him in trouble all the time? Oh, my God. He he throws a big rager in Las Vegas. Basically, he just parties on worlds until they're fucking depleted and then they just move on to the next world and party. Yeah. And 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 Natalie Portman and what's her ass cat or following Darcy. Yeah, but she's cat on the show, right? No, her real name's Cat Dennings. She's Darcy Lewis. Okay. But Cat Dennings her real name then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's very confusing to me. They're both weird pixie girl names. Uh <laughs> She and Natalie Portman's character, Jane, are following the worst Thor ever, are following uh, Thor because he's like leaving planets in waste and they can tell he's coming to Earth instead of following the anomaly because they're curious, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the twist on that that's fun. And then and then Darcy, I probably shouldn't spoil that. Yeah, I mean, they, they already did on if you follow what if social media accounts, but uh, we'll leave a nice surprise from that. Yeah. Uh, I-, I did. Go ahead. Seth Green's in it. Word. I did like uh, how they did show up, like Loki shows up to the party and they initially do like a like a stink eye standoff and then they're like, bring it in. And like they're actually good friends if they're not brothers. Yeah. It's like, you're my, you're my brother from another mother, man. It's like, brothers forever. Is it them doing the voices? It yeah. is. It's Hiddleston and Hemsworth. Oh, man. All right. I- uh, maybe I'll watch it later. I, I was I have all these shows to watch. So little time, but it's I, all good, man. You've been venturing out and watching Squid Games and stuff. I've been I've been enjoying 
I I like the zombie one. That was just kind of weird, but I like the comics. So it was it was fun to watch. Yeah. Zombie Thanos. We only have one more, right? Yep. One more. It's the only one that's going to be a direct sequel because it's going to be a sequel to uh, the the most recent one with Ultron. Yeah. Is it going to have repercussions? I mean, yeah. That will for the for the greater cinematic universe at large. Yeah. There's pretty heavy implications in the most recent episode, guys. Really? Yeah. Like Uatu uh, might break his oath. Ooh, and stop watching. Well, that happened. Uh, what story is that? Isn't that what they did on Arrow? Where they had the uh, the monitor and the anti-monitor? Yeah, but that's the DC one. Yeah, but like what happens if Watu? Because there's more than one watcher, right? In the, the comics, not, at least. Not- not on our yeah but they monitor different universes he watches ours oh so like is the fucking space cops gonna come get him if he interacts i mean no you'll see what happens space cops what you want what you gonna do i I wouldn't (laughs) consider him guilty of anything he's more it's more of a reactionary measure Mm. it's fucking wild dude it's a really cool story. I wish you guys would have watched it because it's really hard not to talk about. Yes, okay, we'll just talk about it if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, man. Ultron gets the fucking Infinity Stones Ooh. and suits mm-hmm. up the way you see him at the end of the party, Thor, right, Mitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already suited up. Okay. He, um, he looks like Vision wearing Ultron's body as a Iron Man suit. So, like, the Ultron head goes like... And like then there's Vision's head inside, man. Yeah. Well, that's cool. and it, and it's also his Infinity Gauntlet. And so he conquers the fucking universe, like oh. everything in the universe. And that story is pretty cool, so I won't spoil all that. But anyhow, at the end of it, he's laid waste to the entire known universe, and he's sitting there, and the in the Watu's narrating, and all of a sudden. Vision responds to Uatu and is like, where are you? I can hear you now. Now that there's all only silence, I can hear you. What? Where are you? And then it goes to Uatu, like kind of freaking out in his like crystal realm. And then oh. it just breaks through and starts a fight. Oh. And they get oh shit! And they get into a brutal fight. So is it? It's him, Ultron, Vision, Vistron, Vistron, and. Vistron and uh, Evil Doctor Strange are the only two that have been able to hear the Watcher, right? I think so. And Evil Doctor Strange just like kind of thought he heard it, right? No, he interacted with him directly at the end when he's just like, when the crystal's like closing in on him, he's just like, fucking help! And the Watcher's like, you just got watched, bitch! (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah well yeah the end of this one's crazy too the the cliffhanger for the next episode's batshit all right well sweet and they're saying it's a t- obviously it's a two-part they're leading up to it because they all have it connected. it's gonna be a just it's a direct sequel to every episode we've seen so far i believe mm, i think i know what's gonna happen yeah, I mean, it's it was kind of given away in the trailer for the second half of the season. I think it was also given away in the trailer, or not a trailer, but like a fucking Mazda commercial. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was like, huh. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever. We all kind of figured, what's up? I didn't see any of that, so I don't have to oh, worry. Oh, word. Then don't it's worry exactly about it. exactly what, like, nine-year-old you would do if you were going to write a finale for this series. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Doom Patrol. Dude, diggity damn. So, like, Candlemaker gets all. Yeah, he did, right? But he was he was starting to dominate for a bit there and, and was all scary. He was fucking people up. Yeah, and I think they wrapped it up a little quicker this season than they planned on because remember that was. Nice. That was one of the weirdest shows, though. Yeah, but Doom Patrol got in a situation last year where they had to choose between not releasing the second season until mm-hmm. they could film the last episode right? or just release it without the last episode not make people wait uh, until whenever COVID was over to film another episode. So they went with the latter and released the season without the finale. So you were supposed to see Candlemaker get destroyed in the next episode in the last season. Uh-huh. 
but it got all botched. And uh, so that like they did, I think they did a good job. They did it a little quick, even for my taste, but. Right. But they, they did, they, they had to end it. So they, they chose to just end it to move on. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if they just did an extra episode this season. They had the production money, obviously left over from last year. Yeah, maybe. And just do the whole episode they had planned. And then go into the season. I think that would have been a cooler move. Yeah, I suppose it's possible. Um, I like the direction of it, though. I like what's it's it's a little weird. It's got you know, like uh, I like the Rita story. Yeah, something about Rita that's it's very she's very likable. Yeah, and, it's the fact that you want to slam her cakes, dude. No, 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 I don't. I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I I do feel that Larry's character I'm finding kind of boring, and I don't know if it's the actor. Like I like his temperament for larry i just don't like i don't like the character they're not really doing enough with the thing inside of him usually i was gonna say you just don't like that the thing inside of him's gone now because i don't like it either but that's that's part of the character that's supposed yeah that's why i'm like well you need to either address this or fucking come back because i don't want to just wait till they figure out who madam rogue is before we get fucking negative man I'm glad that Jane worked out her daddy issues and can move forward as being crazy Jane because she's oh, great. That she's the embodiment of the abuela. Yeah. That, that whole thing was cool. Are you caught up, Mitch? No, dude. I have not watched the entire second season of Doom Patrol. Okay. Well, you fucked Because I really did. I did. Uh, so I got, um, I want to catch up on What If and Titans, and then I'm going to, I'm going to binge season two. Luckily, there's only nine episodes because of the aforementioned COVID shortage. So uh, I should be caught up by the next time we record. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, I really like the fucking Doom Patrol. I'm all about the phrase. Yeah, I do. It's giving him a renaissance here. The yeah, Frasier yeah. renaissance. Uh, I've always liked him. Yeah, dude. The Mummy and the Mummy Returns. Fucking dope cinema. All right. Favorite Brendan Fraser. George of uh, the Jungle. Yeah. Oh, maybe George got, butt, George got butt flap. Airheads might be it. I think Airheads. Airheads. Might be Airheads then George of the Jungle. The Lone Rangers? <laughs> they pluralized the Lone Ranger. That's so funny. Blast from the Past is pretty great, too. Blast from the Past is a good movie. Yes. That's where he wakes up from. He comes out of that. Yeah, him bunker. walking. And yeah. Was it Sissy Spacek was his mom? Yeah. And then Alicia Silverstone was like, the oh, yeah. come on out. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes out and he's blown away by the black mailman. And other than that, the movie holds up really well. <laughs> it's a cute movie. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't, I can't really think of any movies that he's done that have been offensive or inappropriate. No, oh, man. He had a good run where he was like, the yeah. Mon- yeah. And Zeno Man, uh, Son in Law. Wasn't he in that? No, that's yeah. just Polly Shore. That's just Polly Shore. And I love yeah, that movie. He's not, no, he's not in Biodome. Is he in Biodome for a second? I don't think so. He's not in any of them. I'm thinking of the he's other in, book. He's in Monkey Bone. Yeah, Monkey Bone was crazy. He's in Bedazzled with Elizabeth Hurley. Oh. <laughs> she the devil. Yeah, she was. And uh, what else? Oh, he he's in Looney Tunes back in action, which there's been some discourse online recently that's been like, Looney Tunes back in action is actually much better than Space Jam, the other Looney Tune live action interaction movie. Well, yeah, but to be fair, most pornos have a better script than Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam, yeah, Space Jam is living on pure nostalgia, baby. Oh, uh, he was right. also in the movie Crash. That's a good. Mm-hmm. I like that movie a lot. There's two movies called Crash, though. Is he in the right one? He is. Okay. The one where it has a good cast, like Matt Dillon plays that cop. Yeah, uh, that's a racist. And uh, is, a, is this the one with Ludacris? Mm, I no. don't remember, but it had Michael Pena. Yeah. Where he plays this guy, Daniel, who yep. looks like, you know, he gets mistaken for a gangbanger and he's got a daughter that, yeah, it's. Yep. It's the good crash. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I think it's great. Uh, oh, here's a movie. Glory Days. Uh, Brendan Fraser was in that. What's that? Glory Days is a, like a, is it the prep school or it's a. Oh, it's the reason. College graduation. Paulie Shore movie. Is it a Paulie Shore it's, movie? 
No. Is that the one where he's out in the rain and he goes, cowards? Oof. No, that's the that's where he's a Jew at a school ties. Isn't that it? Oh, yeah. And that's where he's in the in the rain and he's like, cowards. Said in the 50s, he's a quarterback uh, attending a prep, an elite prep school, but he has to hide the fact that he's Jewish. Yeah. Just keeps Fucking pulling that skin down. Matt Damon was in it. Huh. Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope at the new Casa Benita that they have an area where they just have speakers that say Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I don't think they can do the voice anymore. <laughs> I think that joke lived in 1999. And that joke lives in my head. Yeah, it, it lives rent free in my head too. That's, that's the joke that was only okay for a millionaire to tell in 1999. Every time I bring up Matt Damon's name to somebody, I, I follow it up with a Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> I like to also follow it up with a. Uh, thanks for watching, folks. Also, our apologies once again to Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid running gag. I d- dude, it's a gag, and it's also like my favorite thing that Jimmy Kimmel tries to play it off like it's just totally for a gag. <laughs> that's some but of my I- rich people trying to rewrite their own history shit that's been going on. He came on that CNN History of Late Night show and was like, yeah, it's just a fun bit. Like, bullshit. I can show you multiple YouTube videos where he loses his fucking temper about it. He doesn't like Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> I like Matt Damon a lot. I like his movies a lot. Yeah, but if he fucked your girlfriend of eight years and then she made a music video about it that she debuted live on your show to let you know she'd been cheating on you. That he oh, that st- happened? That he starred in? Yeah. Wait, say this at who? What? Sarah Silverman made a music video with Matt Damon yeah. called I'm Fucking Matt Damon <laughs> and then premiered it on Jimmy Kimmel's show when she went on to promote her TV show. Oh, that's fucked up. She'd been with Jimmy Kimmel for eight years, and they kind of like played it off on that episode like it was a bit, and he was just playing it angry. And then it ended up being that she like was cheating on him, and she was, they were breaking up. And then uh, after that, he started the Matt. We ran out of time for Matt Damon bit because he pushed him. I think the first time he got booked on by a publicist to promote something, and people loved it. But like Ben Affleck has snuck him on the set one time during like uh, the Oscars or the the Grammy one or the Emmy one. I don't know, but he stuck him on and Kimmel visibly loses his fucking mind. It's not acting. He's not a good actor. I've seen him in a bunch of dumb fucking sketches. He sucks. He's hilarious. (laughs) The one that wanted him as Craven the Hunter. Oh no, that'll be great. Old man Craven. As long as he's playing himself and he's just like a little curmudgeon. If he has to like believably act like he just jumped off a roof, it's going to not be believable. But yeah, yeah, he's visibly ready to fucking fight Ben Affleck for doing it. Like, he doesn't like him. And then he's on the CNN thing like, yeah, it's just a bit. It's for gags. Like, okay, how come he never comes on your damn show then? I just thought it was funny at the end of the Sarah Silverman I'm fucking Matt Damon music video. He comes in and puts his arm around her and they walk away. And as he's walking away, he's like, come on, baby, let's go fuck Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Jimmy made a video that was like I'm fucking Ben Affleck to get back at Matt Damon. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's a work. I don't think it's fucking real heat. I'll, yeah, I've argued this with Healy too. It's it is though because of the hmm. timeline, and also I'll send you the videos of the time that I, that Matt Damon's come on set when he wasn't supposed to be there, and you can see Kimmel. Kimmel's like fucking losing it behind the desk. He's yelling at Affleck, and they cut his mic out on the YouTube video of it. But there was more dialogue, and you could see his mouth moving, so they just cut his channel. But he's yelling at him, and they leave in the beginning where he's like, it's my show! And then he keeps yelling at Affleck about, like, you can't do this, this is my show. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. It's... he. If if there wasn't video evidence I couldn't, like, re-look at, and I just had to go off my memory, I wouldn't be as sure. But I've watched tapes where it's like, no, look at that's murder. I've seen murder in a man's eye, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker always looks stoned. In this moment, he looks like goddamn Chris Tucker. So, yeah. Okay. Well, shit, man. I, I didn't know. I thought it was always just for yucks and whatnot. But I, th- I, think, I think the saying that he's not had time for him is but i also think it's just like a fun dig at a guy he fucking hates for the rest of forever hmm. that, the, that the audience is only like t- 
half aware of. So that's just a fun gag. But also, I think he'd run Matt Damon over with a car if he had a chance. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm reading this article and it says it may technically be fake. Let's see. It may technically be fake, but that doesn't make it any less entertaining. Yeah, but I that's what I mean. And I've seen Kimmel do interviews where he tries to say it's just for gags, but he won't address any of the moments. It's been very real. He'll just bring up like, the, yeah, I do the thing at the end of the show. And Matt did a music video with my ex-girlfriend years ago. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that time Affleck snuck him on and you lost your mind and they cut to commercial? Because <laughs> you were running around the set yelling at people. Yeah. Uh, well. Yes, that that happened. Yeah, it's it's it gets me the same pleasure as watching that tape of Bill Murray getting shoved out on set to wave goodnight because Lauren Michaels was gonna fire him after he fought Chevy Chase backstage. <laughs> I'm I, good. I'm I wish he DDT'd fucking Chevy Chase on the fucking backstage. I watched Norm McDonald's show the other night. Uh, he had a, a show. It was like a talk show. YouTube on one Netflix? or the Netflix one? I think it's on. Netflix. They were basically the same show, but nice. And uh, he had uh, Judge Judy on. Yeah. Yeah. That was. So who's the guy with him? Bobby. No, Joey e Eget. Brian Eden. Brian Eden. Eden or Egan. Egan. That's yeah. right. I don't know who that is, but he was he playing was... kind of a kind of a dim-witted character. Yeah. Isn't he, he is... like his manager or something? Like he's a character in uh, Norm's book too. Oh, yeah. Really? He was like a manager. It's a lot of people now think he was probably one of the few people that were in on the secret. So I think mm -hmm. he was there to like kind of keep an eye on Norm all the time. What secret? That Norm had really bad lung cancer or some oh. sort of cancer, but probably lung because he smoked like three packs a day. Oh, geez. Uh, but Norm had cancer for nine years, Mitch. Is that right? I am not sure, pal. I was not. I was more shocked that he died. I didn't look into the details. I think it was nine years and he didn't even tell his family. Sounds like he only told like maybe two or three people, but Man, good for him. He got brought on like at a weird point in his life and it was when his weight kept fluctuating. And yeah, but it's it's a bummer too because there was shit Norm was doing that seemed like a bit at the time that was really funny. Yeah. Now looking back on it, it's like, oh, that fucker was struggling with chemo. Like yeah. there, were, there were moments on his talk show that he was doing on YouTube before the Netflix one where he would just like eat a bucket of chicken in the middle of the show and make <laughs> and make Egit go get him the chicken. <laughs> and it just, and it hey, uh, what if you just went out and got us some chicken? Yeah. And it seemed like he was fucking with Egit. And now it's like, oh, he finally got hungry after maybe not really being hungry for two days. And oh, he, yeah. He didn't fucking care that he was in the middle of an interview. He was craving fried fucking chicken because they made a joke about him being Colonel Sanders. And then to the one to one of the people that he confided in, so was able to do so. Yeah, because this guy became his like personal assistant slash babysitter slash manager nice. slash road buddy. That's cool. Good for him. He's not that funny. No, he's he wasn't. He he's kind of funny, but yeah. he's not that funny. And the episode I watched, he was kind of almost fanboyish of Judge Judy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I remember that now. Yeah. That's understandable. The, uh, the Letterman one, he's really bad too. <laughs> uh, what else is out there? What else are we watching? Mm -hmm. we miss anything? I don't know if we missed any. Well, no. yeah. uh, what? I'm trying to think. There's something else I've been watching. Oh, did you guys watch the new season of AP Bio? No, I don't Peacock. Oh, I'll give you my login. I don't think I watched oh. ever any episode of it. Well, yeah, was I was boycotting it because it was uh, they stole uh, those who can't's idea. Yeah, but Bori's on it, so you're just not supporting a show with our friend on it. No, I didn't know Bori was on it. Hell yeah, I'll watch it. Mitch is on the record as a Bori denying. That's not fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> I love David Bori. Yeah, everybody loves David Bori. What kind of animal wouldn't? But yeah, he plays a teacher in oh, like yeah. two episodes, I think. Who's the star of that show? Like, who's the and Howerton from uh, Dennis Reynolds, right. the psychopath one from Always Sunny. Yeah, I've heard of. I don't know. I've just never watched the show. It's on Peacock. Yeah. And yeah. also, like, I, know, I know everybody's sensitive about it, but it didn't really steal those who can't's premise because it's a way. Oh, no. Show. No, wacky teachers uh, that, you know, are more wacky than the kids is not like, a, you know, it's been done. Oh, also, that's not what this is. The premise of AP Bio is he is a teacher who got fired from Harvard and moves back to his dead mom's house. And he's only teaching one class at the school so they can like brag that they have a Harvard teacher and he won't teach the kids class. He only uses them to make plans for him to get revenge on people who have wronged him. <laughs> <laughs> 
whoa, that's such a Dennis Reynolds thing to do. And yeah. Then, all right. So he's Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. And he's basically playing like, what if Dennis had more of a good reason to be really mad, but also way too extreme still. And then Ooh. had 20 fucking five disposable AP students to use to help him build plans and fucking ruin people and gaslight them. And it's really dark and pretty funny. Patton Oswalt plays the principal. Yeah, I like Patton Oswalt. Yeah, and he plays like a candy-ass idiot who's just happy to have this Harvard guy there and hopes that the Harvard guy will want to be his friend. It's ridiculous. The kids the kids that play his little accomplices, and I, in, I've i just started re-watching it. Yeah. Uh, they, they, like, you can tell the writers didn't figure out that they were one of the better part of the shows to like halfway into the first season. Well, that's good, though. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll check this out. Peacock. I think I have that. Yeah. There's a free one. Yeah, the free version, and does it come with the WWE Network? The free version? <laughs> I don't know, Mitch. Which version of Paramount Plus comes with the 2003 Ninja Turtles? The one you pay for, right? The, I mean, the Plus. Yes, Paramount Plus. But I, I, WWE Network got lumped into Peacock, and I think you can maybe watch it, but I think it might also be an add-on. I don't. I don't think so, because like I, I let Lund use it. He can watch football live on it. So I think that's a more expensive contract than the WWE. It's a $1 billion contract, fella. Well, what's the NFL? Uh, less than a billion. Really? No, I don't know. Probably. Uh, but you know that if, if you had that WWE network, Lund would be using it. Well, that might be why he was excited to have my Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. You gave it to him, and he went, oh, good. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, good. Because football was more of an afterthought. Like, that was on Sunday. He was like, oh, shit, I think I can use your logins to watch football. Nice. Oh, yeah. Young Master Lund. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, watched any sports. I don't even know how to watch sports. I use a Roku, and I haven't really looked it up. Um, did either one of you guys watch Res Reservation Dogs? No. I it's on Hulu. Yeah, I keep hearing how good it is. I haven't watched the new Steve Martin, Martin Short murder mystery show on Hulu either. No. I've been making my way through Solar Opposites lately. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, it's a real good showing of how valuable Harmon is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some like, because he's not really involved in it. It's just Justin Roiland, right? It's just Roiland show, yeah. Okay. And it probably is going to be in jeopardy since Middle Ditch was like, uh, wasn't he like fucking people or whatever? Yeah, dude. He was he's, he's perving yeah dude yeah he was doing some stupid shit remember seeing yeah. something like that yeah he he got he got a bit messy at a sex club that got busted for some real bad shit and i think he just had to like uh deny it and but then immediately his wife left him for it so then people people kind of came out with some statements against him and it's not good none uh, of it's like verifiably bad but he was definitely surrounding himself with people that were sex monsters yeesh. the company you keep you know what i'm saying yeah 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 well that's unfortunate then that show probably not getting a third season solar opposites i don't know i think there's been worse accusations levered at uh people on uh rick and morty and they're still going. Well, like Dan Harmon's uh, mannequin leg that he fucks or whatever. That wasn't it. Harmon had to apologize for shit. Mm. But I'll, I think like the thing with Middleditch is like he told his wife at some point a couple years ago that if they weren't in a swinging relationship, he was going to leave her. Yeah. And that's like the main thing he did that's verifiably like, oh, that's a fucked up him to give a woman you've already married. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's just yeah, it's silly, I suppose. That's a pre-marriage discussion, wouldn't it? You're married. Did you talk about your swinger status before you got married? No, after. Okay. <laughs> See, I don't know nothing. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I, I can barely keep up with one person. I don't. I don't need any more. <laughs> I don't need anything like that. Yeah. I, I just live my life like uh, like Fry from Futurama. It's like, <laughs> he's just like I'm not not a one woman man, Leela. And then Leela's like, you'll be back to zero soon enough, Fry. Is that sh that show is not still going? That show ended, right? No, it got revived. There was four 
straight to DVD movies that they later broke into uh, a whole season of 16 30 minute episodes yeah. but um I would much rather watch those as movies rather than the episodes they're broken into uh and then it got revived on Comedy Central and then it ran for a couple seasons on Comedy Central before being ultimately ended again they ended at that time right right I mean look at look at that uh ingenuity not ingenuity but look at Matt Groening and and those people did making yeah. the Simpsons Futurama just this high quality yeah yeah just high quality output yeah they never yeah. got canceled permanently like that last really shitty ninja turtles I mean, they had their struggles right all the voice acting of the simpsons yeah. that changed yeah yeah man hey speaking of which i watched the like some season 32 simpsons episodes and they're pretty fucking solid man yeah it's like i think it's, it's go ahead jay you think it's what oh i was just gonna say because there was definitely like the golden years from when it started and then it definitely dipped in quality and there was people being like oh the fucking writing sounds like the way it was in the golden years but i think it's been on for so long that now the people who watched the golden years and complained about the shitty years are now writing for the simpsons and fucking making it so much closer to how the writing used to be. oh cool yeah. That was exactly that's was, just my theory no i think you're right i it hit that sweet spot like batman the animated series hit and other series like teenage mutant ninja turtles 2012 but where there's been enough consumable media of these characters that people love that they love different facets of different eras or different versions of it yeah and then when they get control their nerddom is to make all the best parts they've ever liked work the best so like i think the simpsons now being 32 years old is at the point where the nerds running it are like well some of the stuff they did with lisa and the shitty seasons was better but man the way they were delivering the jokes at the bar in, in 1989 1990 was the shit we gotta yeah. do that yeah, bring it back the way it was. Yeah, so I think I think you're exactly a thousand percent right, Mitch. Exactly. Nice but I Thursday think nights, I think that was the night we used to just gather around and yeah. watch the Simpsons. And then it moved in a VHS year, and then it went to Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep. I believe that that that's correct. What yeah. a show! Pop in a VHS of the Simpsons and go from there. I have. I, I don't think I have him on VHS, but I have each season for the first. <laughs> eight to ten and then i just stopped because that's know. all you need those are like the sacred jedi text of the simpsons <laughs> last exit to springfield dental plan um fuck what was something you just said that reminded me of something oh we were talking about uh, uh there's big uh like did anybody watch star wars visions no 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 jeff jeff was the one that watched it uh he's Probably. not here today secret assignment but in same star wars uh news there the book of boba fett's gonna drop on december 29th of this year Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I like the picture. I like the picture yeah. of him sitting there on his on his throne. Yes, sir. Uh that's gonna be cool. Him and Ming Na Wen just fucking ruling Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Move what do they do with it? Make it into like a brothel or a casino? Yeah, dude. Can you imagine a brothel in the Star Wars universe and you have to put on some fucking music to get down to? And it's just like Oh, can you imagine getting can you imagine getting blown to that song? It's called jizz music for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's only three canonical songs that ex exist in Star Wars. That's the uh, four if you count Yub Nub, uh, but you know we don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, what animal? There's there's the the Cantina song. Yeah. There's the uh, the one that Sice Noodles sings in Return of the Jedi. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn it yeah. damn that's it then, uh, that's right that's no, the there, it's the the ewok song at the end of I will fucking stand and defend the special edition. No, you're speaking. You're thinking of Yubnub. I like that. You like Yubnub better than the Galactic Freedom song. I might. I might. Might be a little much for me. No, I like it all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, me too. But like, I think for my money, the 
the special edition where they're it's like na 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 yeah and all the fucking people in the galaxy are celebrating they showed Naboo and there's the, like we're so free and that part's bad but um <laughs> but then I don't know for my money I'll take the 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 Gallic Galactic Freedom song over Yub Nub. That was the original ending of the Re- Return of the Jedi song. Yeah. Yub Nub. The one you were singing, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fun one. Especially how it ends right into the... What is it called? It's not the fanfare. The fanfare that be the overture? I don't... Yes, I believe so. But those are the only four canonical songs that exist in the Star Wars galaxy. That's it. Oh, you know what? There's that one from Solo where it's like, Hut's greatest hits. (laughs) Hut's greatest hits. (laughs) It sounded like him. It sounded like Java. Uh, Java. It wasn't. It was a. It's like a dude in a Futurama jar fish head that sings it. Um, Paul Bettany's Floating Fortress in Solo. Solo. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, man. He was the angry vision that got scratch marks on his face when he got mad. Well, we should <laughs> we should ask ask our listeners, all four of them, to let us know which song they prefer. Yeah, Yep Nub or Galactic Overture or whatever. Sounds like it's a poll. Shout out to James Woodman if you're listening. I believe he's a convert from uh, Becker's exploits over on Chubby Behemoth. Yeah. Chubby Chaser. He's a Chubby Chaser coming on over to be part of the Geek Nation, the, the Chic Geeks. So what the fuck do we, we call our Venn fans? Diagram. Yeah, what do we call our fans? Fa- uh, JD and Marcelo. That's what we call our fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did I What did I call it the other day? Uh, Geeks in the sheets. Geeks yeah, in the that, sheets. That's definitely our fans. They're all about bedding, bedding people. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a geek in the sheets. Yeah, they're they're all very late. Or, or geeks on the street. Either way, how would they let us know? How would they let us know? Well, let, they could. Let us know what you guys want to be called. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you have some sort of thing that you've been. You guys meet up and, you know, like fight in a basement while you listen to us ramble. The first part about Geek Fight Club is you always talk about Geek Fight Club. You always talk about it. You can't stop talking about it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> to do that, you could you could uh, send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. Follow us on Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks or just download the podcast from Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And uh, until then, or you, you, can, you can't call us. We don't have a landline, so don't fucking do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, write in. Tell us your favorite Spice Girl. That's my that's my, been my new favorite thing to ask people. And uh, I tell them it's uh, research for broadcast geeks. Do you feel you learn Even a lot though, about a person by the Spice Girl that they pick? Yeah. Also, Spice Girls. What's I know you're listening, posh baby, scary, sporty, and probably ginger. Why do you keep untagging yourself when I tag you in our posts? <laughs> w, WTF, girls? For What's real? Up with that? I mean, yeah, we'll do. Think- we'll do what you need or whatever you want. Just tell us what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, hopefully what they really, really want is for us to say, as always, Excelsior!